Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is October 29th. This is episode 120. And again, for everyone who's not part of our Discord, it is a very special episode. I am down here in Texas visiting Slum Doge Jonas for his uh, beautiful wedding that's coming up in the week. We're very happy for him. We're having a great time. So a bit of a late episode. As I said, we usually do these things on Friday. We're coming to you on a Saturday. So with all that said, let's dive right in. So Bitcoin doing exactly what we were hoping for since our little update posted on, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. We finally have had some really nice volatility jumping in here. Some decent little spikes of volume. It's nothing super crazy, but it is passing the norm of what we've had over the last couple months. And things are continuing to look good and build up, building pressure uh, for the upside push here. We had, as Heimel pointed out, and I think others in our Discord, almost the same amount of liquidations that we saw back around 60, you know, 6,000 as we did uh, just down at 20. So there is a lot of rocket fuel stacked up in the chamber right now that's ready to go. I mean, all those liquidations fuel for more push, more people who think that, oh, the market's going to top out shortly and crack down from there. So, yeah, I think the only thing we can do is kind of go about our chart and listen to our indicator and, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. We still need a weekly triple confirmation to the upside before this thing gets really good. Essentially, we still need a converging wave on the weekly as well. So at some point, whether we come up to 23 or 25 and we reject, if we, as long as we continue to bounce along 20,000, maybe wicking towards 19 over the next couple weeks, I think is going to be fine. I think that, like I said, there's going to be this push into either 22 then back to 20 and then maybe to 25 and back to 20 or maybe a straight shot all the way to 25, 26 before coming back for that macro higher low converging wave. But to see a triple confirmation back on the weekly, you know, the last one was in March and obviously it lasted for three weeks and then was invalidated two weeks later. So it hasn't been great, obviously, right? You know, money flow is deep in the red. It was turning over in the red. Everything at that point, you know, setting-wise, was not really set up in that situation for that TC. We had a very clear push-down rejection off of resistance and a slam-down again. And now we're much closer to the bottom of support than we are to the top of resistance. So that's set up for us if we get the TC. The money flow, you know, still needs to come back up into the green for anything significant comes from it as well. But we're in the right direction. And I think that's what it's what's important here is again we're on we're on more support than we are resistance. And everything right now, you know, we haven't retested anything in a very long time. We've been just in this continuous downtrend slash sideways consolidation shit. And we're still technically within consolidation within both the price of ETH and BTC, right? Clearly we haven't broken the midterm macro highs or the midterm macro lows in either of these charts. So 
yeah, we're still on target for everything that we posted in the last update. Again, I'm really thinking towards 1700 to 1800 ETH. Bitcoin probably towards 21,300 or even as high as 22,400, 500 in that area. Again and again, like from there, I would just expect retesting. Nothing major uh, rejection wise, I think, is coming. Really, like the overall momentum is shifting back to the upside. And in that case, when you do get pullbacks, they should be seen as buying opportunities. Up until this point, you know, everything was generally slow. The volatility was low and there wasn't, you know, that much turnover buy pressure. Everything was still, you know, majority sell pressure, yada, yada, yada. So I think that's one of the big things that's changing in this environment right now is that the macros are starting to look positive again. We can see that across the board with the four day. You know, already being TC'd as of the last candle close two days ago. The weekly on its way up. Wolfpack almost back into the green. Money flow actually pointing up. Closed a green dot a couple weeks ago. You know, we're on the we're on the we're in the right direction. Two week again, just starting to start to see the money flow potentially start to curve back up. Everything else is already kind of positive, but there's still very very low volume over the course of the macro. Right. But this is just, again, this is what's feeling like the beginning of a trend shift, which is always when things start to turn around. Right. So, yeah, we're in good shape with positions that we took many, many weeks ago. You know, if you maintained your 19K position entries, right, at this point, from a four day perspective, you could actually have closed your short on the previous candle close two days ago, sitting you know, uh, at least on ETH around 14.50. That was from around 17, 1800. And, uh, you know, added back into that long. And at this point in time, you know, starting entries can be pushed up towards, they should be, they should have been pushed up towards full entries. You know, we, kn we knew that when the four day TC'd, right, we have that early environmental look at everything shifting back up. So, Really, yeah, those are the biggest things. Like I, like I said, I, I think that before we see any type of short-term, mid-term rejection, we're probably going to take it a couple more steps up. The four-hour really looks like it does have some more energy here. It is starting to pitter out a little bit, but the fact that this candle close right now is actually going to close at a higher high, potentially in the next two hours, as we can see from the local high here, should actually give us some momentum to take at least another small step up towards that 21.3 or towards 22, towards the next local high. Because right now, this is the only thing kind of in our, in our way, and we're already pushing it right now. So if we break here, we get this close, we should take a step towards that 21.300 or 22.200.300. Same dealio just towards the next resistance of the local area. But overall, yeah, things are looking great, guys. Let's take a quick look at the S&P. Wow, 3,900 points, man. That is absolutely insane to think about that a week ago, everyone was shitting their pants at 3,580, thinking that we were going to crash into the 3,200 level or even potentially lower. And yeah, just what a... Testament to how quickly the markets can change and flip over on their faces. No, I really like people were not expecting us to bounce from this region at all. It was very clear within the news, within the Twitter, within this and that and blah, blah, blah. 
like even at the moment, you know, most people might be like, oh, this is starting to turn around. It looks bearish. We're hitting resistance. But it's like, no, look, we're returning ourselves back up in the wolf pack, potentially re-triple confirming. The money flow is pointing to the heavens and skies. And we've built up a market structure condition support at 38.11. So there is actually some really nice strength on this chart right now. This would be a re-triple confirmation, bad uncle touch me zone in that 70, 50 to 70 percentile uh, of the market liberator. And yeah, like I really, I would expect us to at least pop back towards 4,000, 4,080 even potentially in the shorter term, midterm over the next maybe week or two. And then continuation from that could range and push as high as probably 4,600 points. So we still have massive, massive potential for the upside here in the S&P. Fib lines haven't even restructured themselves here in the four hour. We have market structure. That's awesome. But yeah, once the fibs reset themselves into a completely bullish posture here, yeah, I see no reason as to why we wouldn't pop through this 4,000 point resistance. There's definitely going to be some issue at 4,000. Like that's those are the two levels that make the most sense 4,000, 4,200. Huge zone of resistance. But if we can push ourselves through that, even if we consolidate through it, let's say over the course of two weeks, uh, we slowly push ourselves in and towards 4,000. We don't get rejected. We don't get rejected. We don't get rejected. You know, we could just blow ourselves through this thing. We're right at the end of the trend for that uh, triangle. I'm saying the DXY makes a an, an LH and an LL for the first time since May 21st on daily time frame. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the Dixie is showing prominent strength to the downside. Absolutely. Yeah, no, the Dixie's definitely continuing to see that trend turn itself down. Um, the U.S. tenure, I think, is in the same position, just obviously lagging a bit, not, you know, taking off as fast as Dixie. To see the Dixie dropping at such a large percentile is insane, absolutely insane. Yeah, I think we're on a, we're on a good track here. You know, Twitter, the whole deal with Elon Musk taking over. Um, is a very positive thing, I think, for the crypto space. If you guys remember the last time Doge pumped, uh, the rest of the market, you know, kind of took a cue from that and had amazing gains at the same time. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't always have to be the whole space is bullish, right? You get one thing and then one thing turns into four things and four thing turns into 10 things. And it's just, right, like 2017 uh, bull run at, uh, I guess, 20 after 2019 sorry right it was eth eth leading the pack um but it can be anybody it can be any coin leading the pack as long as the pack is running in the same direction so you know dogecoin this whole almost 100 uh, percent pump at this point you know this is a really really good sign for the space right now and it'll be good motivation for people to start looking at charts again right it always starts with the memes always starts with the memes other than that, my friends, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to the crypto news or anything like that. I know that BlackRock is coming out with some sort of spot ETF, potentially. Maybe I'm thinking of not a spot ETF. I've just had that <laughs> name ingrained in my head so much. But BlackRock is doing something with cryptocurrencies uh, in some sort of ETF sense. You have more governments around the world and more banks and more entities just in general looking at this end of the spectrum and saying, you know, looking at it in a positive light. And yeah, the future is bullish. You know, you guys, 
if this does turn out to be the bottom of the of the quote unquote bear market, which nothing is confirmed for sure, you know, then you guys know that you were able to ride it out the whole thing if you didn't have to go through the last bear market from twenty all the way to four, right? You might have a much better understanding of the whole how it works situation now. And the next time we're hitting a peak of whatever percentile or percentage, you know, you're going to be able to make that right decision the next time around if you didn't sell at those highs and see the weekly bearish divergence and yada, yada, yada. Right? It's okay that we make mistakes. It's not okay if we continually make mistakes. We have to learn from those issues and build ourselves into better traders from it. Yes. So, my friends, with all that said, make sure to pay attention to the swing and scalp channels. You know, I don't update the swing channel very often, but I'll be trying to put a couple more scalp trades in here while we're in this swing trade, essentially, if to try and catch some of these dips. If we do come back to 20 once or twice, I'm going to try and put that in the scalp channel. So once the four hours starts setting up with bearish divergence, I'll probably put something in there, point it out, say we're probably going to come back to 20. I'm probably only going to take a 1% short or less kind of deal just to try and catch the scalp and a re-long entry or to add to my position, which is, as you guys know, the strategy that we use. You know, when you're in a swing trade, you can scalp the other way, but it is very dangerous. You need to be in very small positions and you need to be ultimately looking for that that place to add to the swing. If you don't short and you're just looking to add longs into your position, that is perfectly fine. You're honestly at a better place because you don't know exactly how long you're going to have for it to come down or if it's even going to come down that much. You know, yada, yada, yada. Wait for a better setup. Wait for the signal. And yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be trying to get some sort of more scalps going. We just, we've had such a low volatility type of couple months. It's been absolutely brutal unless you're trading like Pimo on the, the one minute and 30 second charts. You know, there's just not a lot of, there's not a lot of action. And you guys know that like I, when I see the markets at a standstill, at a dead point, I don't tend to trade. It's just, you know, it's never gone well for me. I'd much rather trade the, uh, those larger swings. Mm. All right, boys. And everyone else listening to the podcast, thank you for your time today. We appreciate the heck out of you guys for taking the time to listen. Make sure you do head over and check out tripleconfirmation.com. We've worked really hard to make it look awesome, work awesome. Check the bot. We love you guys. And yeah, we'll see you in the next session, my friends. Ciao.